Okay, at this point we just have to accept that Radu can never die. Subspecies 4 continues the vampire saga right where part 3 left off, and introduces some new, let's call them colourful characters. But you know what they all want, it's that damn bloodstone yet again. Welcome everyone to Screams After Midnight, I am Peter and joining me as always is Tim. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> Everyone was waiting on, it, on you doing it, Tim. We all knew you were going to. This is a horror movie podcast. We're here today to continue the franchise that Tim decided we were going to do this October. I had some other ideas that I wanted to do that I thought were more fun, but uh, Tim insisted on subspecies. So we're here for You're Bloodstorm welcome. Subspecies 4. <laughs> Uh, we'll start spoiler free as we always do. This one came out in 1998, four years after the other one. Tim, were you looking forward to this? Uh, I was. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Why? <laughs> well, you know, like uh, one of the big problems I had, you know, with the last one is that it was it was very similar to the the second one so i i thought maybe you know this one it, it has a few years gap in between them maybe that'll give them time to kind of really rethink what the series needs and you know what it can inject into it to you know give it some new life and that yeah i was kind of i was kind of hoping that this was going to be you know kind of a spring awakening for uh you know franchises you know falling, falling uh, down a little bit <laughs> hmm well, believe it or not, Tim, Subspecies 4, despite being set, or despite being made a good 45 years <laughs> after the previous movie, would you believe it picks up right after the end of the third one? Wait, did you say 45 years? No, 4 to 5 oh, years. Okay. I was gonna say, like, I know I'm old, but Jesus, if, <laughs> if some species uh, four was 45 years ago, I don't know what I'd do. No, no, no. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it picks up right where the last one left off, which actually got me thinking that two picked up right after the events of one, and three picked up right <laughs> after the events of two. So four does that as well. Meaning, technically, despite coming out in 1998, some species <laughs> four is still set in 1991. And you know what? You, you you don't notice a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Well, one of them's got a mobile phone, which I mean, it's not like a super advanced one. It does it, mm -hmm. like, and I know some cell phones did exist in ninety one, mm -hmm. but this felt maybe closer <laughs> to a later nineties model to me. But I mean, that I don't yeah. know. I'm no expert. Anyway, Radu somehow is alive. <laughs> he comes back. <laughs> even though he was pretty definitively <laughs> killed off at the end of the last one. It doesn't matter. He comes back. He basically mm. just gets up. Uh, we'll, we'll talk about specifics, but... Now the, I, I like how the other movies have usually thought of a somewhat clever way for him to come back, but uh, you're right. This one, after like being thrown <laughs> in the sun, lit on fire, falling and impaling himself on spikes, this was... Yeah, you're right. He was just kind of like... Like, I, I get back up. <laughs> I'm like the Chumba Wamba song. I, I fall down and I get up again. You ain't ever going to keep me down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because the bloodstone is like near him. So I think the implication is that the bloodstone merely being in the vicinity gives him okay. the power to, to rise. Okay, not to get too far ahead, but you know we we are gonna also be talking about the the you know the next movie. Uh, so I mean, spoiler alert: we we've both seen all the movies at this point. But <laughs> I'll be goddamned! I I still have no idea what the Bloodstone does. <laughs> not not a clue. Not a goddamn clue. <laughs> and what makes it worse is the fifth movie is a, is a prequel that's meant to be the origin of all this yeah. shit. And somehow, we still don't really know what the Bloodstone does. All I know is that vampires seem to love it. <laughs> it's the blood of the saints. That's all I know, because they keep saying it over and over again. Oh, oh yeah, of course, of course. Geez, yeah. geez, okay. <laughs> Alright, you know what? I'm making an executive decision. Anyone jumping into a review of Subspecies mm -hmm. 4, either 
is just wanting to know because they listen to the other reviews <laughs> what the hell happened in the fourth one or they've already seen the movie either way <laughs> i don't think you care about doing a spoilers free section so i'm making the executive decision now spoilers we're okay. just doing spoilers for the whole movie right now so it's pieces four I'll, we're in all right I'll, wait i'm just gonna give a real quick spoiler free thought on the movie <laughs> Yeah, it sucked. Okay, so <laughs> now spoilers. Oh, how, how is it they keep finding Sorry, ways Red to Doom, be? If you're listening, they keep finding ways to be more boring than the previous <laughs> film. I, it's it's really a, a magical. So what what's magical interesting thing. about this one is you know a big complaint about the previous films is like you know the third one it felt like you know it was just the same as two and two I thought was a little better than one but it's still kind of a very similar plot. This one, it does do a lot of different stuff, but yeah, it still just is uninteresting. Mm. <laughs> yeah, the, so Radu gets up, right? And despite the fact <laughs> yeah. that the whole point of the end of the last movie was that the sun was rising and he dove over the edge and got burnt by the sunlight mm. to the point where he burst out of flames, they still play it like as he's sitting up from being impaled and on fire that the sun's still just kind of rising so it's not quite full on daylight yet and i'm like no 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 no. <laughs> the end of the last movie it was very specific the sun <laughs> rose uh this movie has such a weird relationship with vampires and sun like th there's a scene later on where i think it's like the he's like a cop or something that gets turned into a vampire who's like i, I believe it's him that's like running away from the sun and it's just like I you know i kept thinking of something like almost any other vampire movie where if this was happening, they'd be catching on fire and screaming in agony. And this one, they're just kind of running like, uh, uh, but, uh, Tim, Tim, uh. Believe, I was confused by this too, but believe it or not, I don't actually think he's a vampire more in that okay. later. Okay. <laughs> more in that later. Uh, so this movie, like, so, that, so two and three were made back to back, right? They were, I don't know if they were classed as one big production or, or if it was just a case that we're doing them back to back. So everyone's contracting for two movies. Mm -hmm. It's mostly, I imagine, all the same crew for both movies as well as all the cast mm -hmm. carrying over. Uh, it was very much a two-parter. We mentioned that in our reviews. This one's, you know, 1998. It's four years after the last one. This came I, out in 1998. Is that Alien Resurrection? No, that was like 97. That was like a year or two okay. before. 98 you've got deep rising you've got <laughs> okay you've got, <laughs> uh dark city was that 98 i think that's a 98 uh, i don't your know favorite i don't yeah i hate dark city i think it's shit movie. <laughs> uh, uh other stuff um uh i'm not sure first... oh, um, not blade but was blade 99 blade's like 99 yeah okay why are we why are we saying try to think of movies came out in 1998 because you're trying to compare it to its contemporaries okay okay well <laughs> this one's later and they've got radu back they've got the actress denise duff who plays michelle back right the one who was from the first movie but she was that wasn't that actress in the first movie she was cast in the second movie but she's mm -hmm. played that character since at the end of the last movie she was taken in a body bag she was alive well undead yeah <laughs> But she was taken in a body bag to protect her from the sun by her sister, who was the main character in the last two, along with Mel, the guy from the U.S. Embassy, and that random woman that Radu had in the second and third movies. Well, the third movie, right? This this movie pulls an Alien 3. It kills all of these characters except Michelle, because <laughs> apparently on the after they drive off at the end of the third movie, they get into a car crash and they're all dead. <coughs> Which, that, that's how this movie starts and uh correct me if i'm wrong because even though i just watched it today my, my memory may be a little hazy but you don't even see the car crash it's literally just no. cut to a woman that's like running towards a car on its side is, is like, this uh anna lazar yes <laughs> one of a new fan favorite character um but yeah i mean imagine like you know seeing like radu just get up and like be okay again and be like huh that feels a little anticlimactic. Well, I'm sure that they won't skimp on what happens to my favorite heroes of the film and then just cut to a car crash. Yeah, and you still see their bodies, but you can't see them from upside down. So I think they're different yeah. actors who are lying there. I don't think it's the, the cast from oh. the previous movie. You know what? I will give a little bit of credit to the film. Uh, so I, I forget if they did it before or like after this scene, but I did kind of like the title sequence where... 
you know, it just uh, shows you like a little best of like clips from the, the series. Oh, no, of- no. This was the one that was like an epilepsy fit, though, where it started flashing quicker and quicker as the, as the word subspecies was like dancing <laughs> around the screen. Hey, I like that. I thought I was getting my rave on. <laughs> That's just shit. That's just shit. By the way, I just have to say is. Okay, so I did a quick Google for 1998 movies, and this might yes. have been the worst year for movies because the. Like, uh, these are just the first things that pop up mm-hmm. for the Google search. It just says popular 1998 movies, Practical Magic, Ants, Prince of Egypt, Quest for Camelot. Like, I have not is- seen any of these movies so far. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, what is. Was, was there literally nothing else that came out this year? Like, there was other. There, was, there must have been some. That's to be better. I guess Titanic. No, that was nice. Seven. <laughs> uh, according to Google, it says highest grossing films. Or, I mean, maybe it was still in theaters? Well, or... it came out in December in 87, so yeah. So it was still, oh, it famously okay. still made a lot of money all the way after, till after Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Uh, what do we have here? We got The Godzilla? Faculty. We got, Sp- oh yeah, Godzilla 98. <laughs> there's, a, there's a hit. <laughs> oh, Truman Show was 98. Okay, there you go. That's one genuinely great movie in 98. Okay. Truman Show. There you go. Truman. Uh, people like Saving Private Ryan. I'm not that fond of it, but people, people like it's it. It's been forever since I've seen it. Yeah. Actually, you got Deep Pimp. You got Rushmore, if you like a bit of Wes Anderson. I do, though. I like Rushmore, yeah. Yeah. This is the Armageddon and Deep Impact year, so that's mm-hmm. something, I guess. You know, it was, uh, it was nice to, yeah, make a, let's see, what where would I have been, about 12 at that point? Um, just spent like a whole year just being afraid the Earth was going to get destroyed <laughs> by meteors. That was nice. Yeah, yeah. That was, what, nine this year? Oh, Hulk Hogan was in a movie called The Ultimate Weapon. I need to uh, <laughs> note that down for a, an Extra Reels episode over in Collector's Cut there. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah, me and David need to do a Hulk Hogan season. I just realized he's got enough movies that that's... Oh, a, wow. That's absolutely fun. a thing. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so all the characters yeah, are dead. brother. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. <laughs> these aliens they want to come down I can't do a Hulk Hogan voice I can't do it I could do it bad. I could do an okay Ultimate Warrior Ultimate Warrior is mm. easier mm. he's like fuel the rocket ship Hulk Hogan <laughs> we'll go into the ring to immortals and we will come out as legends that's, that's Ultimate Warrior listen you want the bloodstone brother you don't have to go through the Hulkinator <laughs> Bring it on. <laughs> Hulk Hogan versus Radu. <laughs> oh. I don't know who would even win that. Like, neither one refused. Like, both of them. Well, I think ne- we know whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> yeah, but neither of them ever agree to win. Radu always gets back up no matter what, and so does Hulk Hogan. He refuses to, to job, as, as they call it in wrestling terms, uh, to, to is, lose is for someone true? else. Like, was that like a part of his like, contract or something? Uh, he, he was famous for politicking and, you know, uh. you know, like. <laughs> you know, for, for example, in 1993, he he came in and won the world title, and he was already kind mm-hmm. of like a part timer by that point, mm-hmm. and he won it from the villain right after the new hero Bret Hart lost the belt, and the idea mm-hmm. was that later in the year, Hulk Hogan would lose to Bret Hart at a big event and pass the torch because mm-hmm. he's the new generation. He's you know like Hulk Hogan there is done. Bret Hart's going to be the new big guy, mm-hmm. and Hulk Hogan decided to not do it, and he <laughs> lost to someone else instead. <laughs> Apparently, and this is, I mean, this is about hearsay, but apparently when Brett mm. confronted him about it backstage, he said, you're not on my level, brother. Jeez. <laughs> it's still really him, damn it. <laughs> well, it's surprising because uh, by all accounts, he's a pretty nice man who's never done anything wrong. Oh, yeah, he's not a complete racist, right? Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, anyway, all right. Oh, my, I'm just imagining Hulk Hogan dropping a leg drop on Radu now. <laughs> <laughs> Radu's got the bloodstone out, but Hulk Hogan's no selling it and doing his hulking up routine, and he's like pointing. And like, oh, yeah. uh, would have been better. Would have been better than what we got. That would have been an entertaining movie, yeah. So, by the way, ironic title <laughs> Awakening for such a dull movie. What, this? Yeah. Or is the next one Awakening? Which is which one's this? Neither's Awakening. This is Bloodstorm, and the next one's Blood Rise. 
thought one of them was called Awa The Awakening. All right, mm. never mind. Then. You're like an underworld today. <laughs> I get those confused a lot. <laughs> Two of my favorites. All right, so they're all died in a car crash, right? Anna Lazar, oh. which... It's spelled laser. Actually, no, it's not. No, it's two A's. It's it is Lazar, but right. And a and a franchise. Way, you, you know, well, yeah. I'm sorry, but you know this. Uh, this film is is a bit more fancy because they have uh, subtitles in some scenes. Oh yeah, there's actually some Romanian dialogue, <laughs> but the the subtitle occasionally. What was interesting? Mm -hmm. I was watching this on the Full Moon channel via Amazon mm -hmm. Prime. Right, that's how I've been watching these, and the mm -hmm. subtitles aren't always that accurate because I had them on because I was. I don't know. I was like struggling to hear some of the mumbling because the audio was not very yeah. good, and <laughs> sometimes it would just like put the wrong phrase in. Like I would hear what they said, <laughs> and it. I'm trying to give an example, but it would be like, um, you know, uh, like let's say, for example, let's say they say, um, "Please don't set yourself on fire," right? Um, and then the subtitles would be like, um. Uh, don't seem furious, or you know, it would be like something. Yeah. He's like, oh, it's 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 like they used like an auto mm -hmm. speech detect or something, and it didn't quite mm -hmm. get what it was saying. And the, which mm. I get on YouTube when it's the automatic captions. I don't understand why an actual <laughs> movie and a streaming service is having that issue, but uh, I guess the AI they used failed them. But. Uh, yeah. Oh, which, by the way, on, on the subject of the quality, um, one through three had Blu-rays, so when you watch them on their streaming service or wherever, you get nice widescreen... They're not great quality by, like, a lot of other standards, but they're still... They're HD, right? They're, they're, they're reasonable. This one never got remastered. It's 4 by 3 It looks like a VHS. It looks and sounds like shit. Uh, oh, and yeah. the same thing happened with the Transfers franchise. They remastered the first three, and then four, five, and six. Shit. <laughs> Surprised there wasn't a big demand for it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, at least with Transfers, though, I kind of got... Because like, when you get to four, five, and six, you realize they're the weaker ones that are cheaper, and people don't like them as much. Whereas the first three, well, they're still very much cheap B-movies, like Helen Hunt's in a couple of them. They were definitely bigger, <laughs> right? Yeah. Uh, but with subspecies, like... Four is like in terms of like rating and all that. Like four is pretty much on par with two and three. I don't understand why. <laughs> I, don't, I don't really understand why they, they stopped where they did. But it's not right. a deep dive in the yeah terms of quality. Anyway, uh, so in a franchise that is full of dodgy acting, Anna Lazar <laughs> might be the worst performance in the entire franchise, mm. and that is like from the first time she opens her mouth. She she's got the Tommy Wiseau thing going on, where she you know she pulls out her phone. And she's like, "Yeah, hello. I, is this the police? Yeah, I, there's been a car accident. I, I'm a doctor. You are? That that's convenient. <laughs> yes, I'm a doctor. Yes, yes. Thank you. I did not hit her. Bye. Like, 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 okay, she doesn't sound exactly like Tommy Wiseau, but it's it's a very similar kind of deadpan yeah. delivery in a very foreign that. accent and it's <laughs> it's something else mm -hmm. and she takes she finds the body bag with michelle in it and she takes mm -hmm. it to this uh, nearby private research hospital run by mm -hmm. a man named ash not bruce campbell unfortunately <laughs> instead first we get she, well first oh. we gotta you gotta mention that she does unzip the body bag and michelle's in there and it's daylight so she's just oh yeah yeah <laughs> She, she actually reacts poorly to the daylight, quite right. But she takes her to this place because it's nearest, right? It's nearer than the, the city hospital that she works in. Mm. And But she knows the doctor who works here, this guy, Ash, who comes out and he's got this ridiculous haircut. It's like the most straight... It's like it's like down to like his cheek, but it's like curtains. So it's like straight mm. cut like around the entire so, head. That's... Uh, I, I think you're confusing because that's uh, Ash was like the vampire, right? The like oh, is that that's disciple. the guy, That's the okay, yeah. Radu's got like a son vampire that he's never mentioned before. That's in this movie. Yeah, you're right, you're right. This was Doctor Nicolescu. Is that him? Would, yeah, and then, isn't that the name of the direct the writer director of the series? Nicolescu. Uh, it's close to that. No, his is Nicolo or Nicolo. Oh, okay, it's similar, but it's not quite similar. the same. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Uh, so yeah, sorry, the doctor, not Asher. You are correct about the hair, though. <laughs> yeah, the yeah, the hair's something else. And this guy is talking like he's Dracula. So, like three <laughs> scenes later, when they reveal he's secretly a vampire, I'm like, no shit. No. <laughs> it was also like it. It was also very convenient that uh, he just like almost instantly knew that Michelle was a vampire. He's like, I I have a theory. <laughs> She's a vampire. <laughs> it's like. I think she walks amongst the dead. Yes, Anna, <laughs> my beauty, bring her. I can save her. I might be able to reverse the vampirism, right? But obviously, obviously, it gets her on like a table. He's got all these things hooked up to her. It turns out that he just wants the bloodstone because that's like one of the first things he asks. He's like, of course, Michelle. Vampires after it. Where is the bloodstone? And it turns out he knows who Radu is. They're all they're all in the same circles apparently. Radu doesn't know who he is though. Although mm-hmm. there is some ties, but anyway, it turns out he's a vampire, but he's a scientist. So he's actually been making a serum that <coughs> lets. <laughs> so it lets he makes a serum that lets him walk in daylight and uh, touch Bibles and holy crosses and shit like that. So uh, does so, sparkle though. Yeah, no, it doesn't sparkle. But whenever he's in daylight, he puts on these little round sunglasses because apparently it's still it's all a bit for his eyes. It's a bit much for his eyes. He has to protect yeah. his eyes, but he's he's fine otherwise in the daylight. Um, so yeah, uh, and as always in these movies, there's always at least one topless woman getting bit by a vampire at one point. Yeah. Yep. And which we, we don't see that until actually there's two in this movie because there's one when we meet Ash, who's like Radu's son, effectively. <laughs> Him, him and his like missies are feeding on a topless woman and then later on dr nicolesso or Nicole- i'll just say the doctor the doctor he uh when anna wakes up at one point she catches him feeding on a woman and she's just lying there topless and like the casting director for these movies like they always go for someone busty it's always big natural boobs and i'm not complaining i'm a man okay i'm a warm-blooded man <laughs> I enjoy the sight of some boobs. I do. Mm-hmm. But it's almost ridiculous how every single woman that I see topless in these <laughs> movies has the exact same cup size, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bit weird. The police are baffled. They're like, who, who keeps killing our bustiest women? That's why, they, that's why they'll catch the killer, because they're really upset about it. They're like, <laughs> only, only all the small boob ladies are left. We have to catch this guy. <laughs> Think of all the, the, the dreams he's ruining. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe vampires just have a tight. Maybe big boobs means good blood flow. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds about right. Yeah, sure. <laughs> oh, dear. Uh, one of the things he does, so this guy obviously is quite old, mm. right? And Anna's mm. like a 22-year-old or something. Yes. Right? <laughs> sounds about right. After they talk to Michelle and say, hey, we're going to try and mm-hmm. fix you, and they say, hey, Radu can't come in here because this, this uh, hospital was a monastery before, so he can't come in unless mm. he's invited. Because as we've mm. established in Subspeech, and I'm surprised they remember this from the first movie, a vampire can't enter holy ground unless invited. Ah, houses and stuff good continuity yeah houses and stuff are fine in this universe they can walk mm-hmm. in any of those it's just churches monasteries things like that holy ground batman <laughs> that was that, what <laughs> <laughs> that was terrible <laughs> so as soon as they've talked to michelle and they've kind of got her on board mm-hmm. although to be honest michelle's like desires of either wanting to be away from mm-hmm. radu or wanting to be with radu seems to like ping pong throughout this movie and i never knew where she lay yeah i never understand if she is like genuinely being seduced by the dark side and then like yeah at at the last minute she's gonna snap out of it or if it is like she's playing him and pretending to be like this it's i yeah i was a little confused (laughs) she goes back and forth all movie it's really just it's hard to tell what she's she's going and yeah so the first time anna lazar and the doctor are away from Michelle after they've spoken to her. And by the way, at this point in the movie, <coughs> we're like maybe 20 minutes in. Mm-hmm. And like 10 minutes of that was their conversation with Michelle. Like, I can't, mm-hmm. I shit you not, that conversation <laughs> went on for an eternity. Yeah. And yeah. then they go to another room and doctor starts talking about how oh, it's a shame our love affair ended when you were my student. <laughs> and I'm like, whoa, 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 whoa. She, like, 
<laughs> the age difference here is staggering mm. for a start, right? So there was yeah. apparently a consensual relationship uh, between them, I assume no more than a few years ago, given her age. <laughs> yeah. Right? But then he roofies her. Right? <laughs> he has some bottles of, or a glass, some glasses of wine or something. He roofies her. She passes out. And he leans over and says something to the effect, I am so sorry, Anna Lazar, but I find you irresistible. <laughs> but he doesn't do anything uh, sexual. Well, I mean, it's, I guess you could argue it's slightly sexual. But he's mm-hmm. not doing this to, 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 to rape her. He's doing this to feed on her. He, he bites mm-hmm. her leg and sucks some blood. It's still, don't get me wrong, it's still a bit sleazy and obviously yeah. all, the, all the things you would say, but uh, it's just it's just for that instead of sex. And apparently he, he does this again later because it's the second time he does this, except the second time she does it, as she's falling asleep, she's like, you drugged me. And I'm like, why are you realizing that this time but not the first time? I, I, I guess maybe you're just sort of like, it's weird how I always get sleepy every time I have a drink with him. Hmm. But yeah, th- this guy, the doctor, is such a character, and he mm-hmm. just wants the bloodstone, and he's pretending to be an ally of Michelle, but he's not really going to cure. He He's using her to get to Radu. He wants the bloodstone for himself because he believes he can use it to truly mm-hmm. become a daywalker or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's all he cares Science about. Science can only take you so far. Eventually, you're going to need the bloodstone. <laughs> Meanwhile, Radu, who's just up and around... <laughs> You know, he he, yeah. he got up, uh, as we mentioned earlier. He goes to... <laughs> apparently, he's got a son, a pro, uh, like mm-hmm. an heir, named Ash, who's never mm-hmm. been mentioned before in the previous three <laughs> movies. And this 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 guy, Ash, he, he's got a missus as well, and they're feeding on this woman. And Radu comes in, and Ash is immediately acting subordinate. He's like, I've not seen you, Master, in like a hundred years. But uh, anything I own is yours. And he's like, yeah, we've got an income because I own several like mm-hmm. casinos and brothels. I also take victims from there. See the uh, almost dead woman sitting on the couch. So on, <laughs> so on. And Radu's like, I think I would take on of these things from you. And he's like, yes, master. And he even says, I will take your missus to my chambers and amuse myself with her. He's like, yes, master. Like, and it's... And as soon as he gets her away from him, she starts saying, hey, I really like your son very much. Why don't you help me, like, overthrow him, kill him? And he's mm-hmm. like, we are forbidden from killing our own kind now. Don't don't be, uh, <laughs> you know, I think her name's Serena, just for the record. Uh, mm-hmm. We're forbidden from killing our own kind. I won't be doing that. But as soon Even as she... he did, like, famously kill his father and half-brother. Uh, that was in the first movie, yes. Uh, and I'll tell you right now, his track record for sticking to his rules uh, doesn't hold up in the fifth one either. So, it, as soon as Serena goes back to Ash, right, after... Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is in the morning. This is basically... Radu's had his way with her. I mean, it's all implied. You don't really see anything. But you assume that they had sex. And he's like, okay, get, go away now. <laughs> I'm done with you. She goes back to Ash and says... Let's kill your father. <laughs> Let's overthrow him <laughs> and take everything. So Serena is just this manipulative, just try to like get everyone to turn each other. She just wants to be with yeah. whoever wins, effectively. This is some Game of Thrones shit. I was like, wow, the uh, the political factions in this movie are. <laughs> it was uh, quite smart, I thought. Smart. Of all the <laughs> words you could have cho- chosen to finish that sentence. You picked smart. It's a it's a witty script. There's lots of machinations going on, and yeah, all these different people vying for power. Good, definitely a allegory for the current uh, geopolitical climate. Wait, current today or current as per 1998? Uh, let's meet in the middle and say, <laughs> you know, 2012 or so. <laughs> very good very good uh so honestly like from here on the movie is like the, these movies have been getting harder to pay attention to like the more they've been going because at oh, this Lord. point i was i was starting to zone out there's more conversations with michelle mm-hmm. uh basically yeah what propels the next part of the plot is that another character who was definitely killed in the last movie gets back up so mm-hmm. we cut to the detective, right? Uh, Lieutenant mm-hmm. Marin, who was the main cop in the last two movies. If you remember, mm-hmm. Radu grabbed his head last movie and stabbed him. 
in the neck. <laughs> Didn't bite him. He stabbed him. But he yeah. wakes up, right? Mm-hmm. Here, we just cut to him. He wakes up. We get a little flashback of what happened to him. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, he's alive. But he seems sensitive to the sun. I'm like, is he a vampire? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He does try to eat a sandwich when he like goes back to the station. But at the same time, mm-hmm. he spits it out. Uh, was mm-hmm. it maybe implies he does want blood. But then later <laughs> on, when he encounters Serena... It feels like she treats him like like I was getting the impression that he was more like his Renfield than actually a vampire. I can see that. Yeah. yeah. But I to be to be fair though, it was not clear, and I am I'm doing some guesswork here. Okay. <laughs> That's I, fair. I want that to be clear. But uh, he he um ends up just going to the police station and sleeping in the closet, which is a, a little amusing because we get introduced <laughs> to a new police officer. Uh, so, you know another lieutenant no detective voder i think his name is um he actually shows up at the hospital just as they're arriving with michelle near the start of the movie and he comes over he's like hey you caught in this accident why did you not stay at the scene of the crime and she's (laughs) like ah because no one was alive and i've got patients here uh blah 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 uh, and he's like, also, we've been looking for an old detective. Have you seen Lieutenant Marin anywhere? <laughs> and the reason why this is amusing is because later on, he's like in the, the precinct and he's talking to everyone. He's complaining that they've not found him. And then he just goes over to the closet and opens the door and Marin's just <laughs> in there. He's been sleeping. And they just think he's drunk. And then Marin goes outside. He, he reacts to the sun. It hurts, hurts him. Doesn't kill him, just hurts him. And he ends up running to the nearby cemetery and hiding in a crypt. Mm-hmm. Which is only important because later on when Serena finds him, or Radu finds him, Radu says, hey, tell me all you know. And because he heard in the police station about what was going on with the, like Michelle and all that, and the, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, the doctor and stuff, he knows to tell Radu where Michelle is. So this entire plot line with this detective is just so that Radu knows where to go and look for Michelle. That's it. <laughs> that's the only thing that's done. It's the only thing that's achieved because almost immediately Serena comes out and kills Marin. He's dead, he's dead again, right? Yeah. <laughs> he got up from being he, stabbed in the neck. He, he survived <laughs> to pass on one piece of information and then he died again. <laughs> to be fair, if they didn't have this scene, like the whole movie, I would have been like, well, how does Radu know where she is? Yeah, it's not like Radu has just mysteriously used these magic powers to sense where people are throughout the last three movies or anything. Last, this is testing me, Tim. It's testing me. So Radu just shows We're up. Almost at... done. Wait, wait, the finish line is so close. <laughs> the franchise, yes. Not this movie though. Right, well, right, yes. I mean, I say that, but it's not like much happens in these movies. <laughs> Radu shows up at the monastery slash hospital, and he's at the mm-hmm. gate, and he's like. I wish to speak with Michelle. Is Michelle in there? <laughs> and then, uh, you know, like, then he's like, I, okay, if you won't tell me that, then I wish to speak with the proprietor of this premises. <laughs> so the doctor comes out, uh, any sunglasses, along with Anna Lazar, who's by his side, and they ask him, hey, you know, what are you here for? He's like, I am Radu. <laughs> Give me Michelle back, please. I will go in peace and not harm anyone if you give me back my my uh, courtesan. Blah blah blah. And well, yes, nicely. Yeah, I mean, I mean, once to let him in, is he going to actually play nice? That's another you know thing. <laughs> but um, basically, as soon as uh, the doctor says, "Hey, do you have the bloodstone on you?" And Radu's like, yes, if you give me Michelle, I'll let you have three drops of blood from the bloodstone. <laughs> and he immediately opens the gate and says, come on in, Radu, my new best friend. I want a bit of that bloodstone. In the meantime, Anna Lazar's standing there going, no, don't. It's a trick. He's going to kill us all. Please don't. And her acting is terrible. Like I know I said that at the start, but like she keeps impressing with how bad she is at acting. It really is something. Uh, this is all part of the Doctor's plan, though. We actually saw him earlier on prepping weapons mm. for this, and he gets a bunch of his employees to jump out with spears. They've got net. They've got lights that are UV light or something, and they basically stab mm. Radu and uh, thingy. But I do have one glaring problem with this, Tim. Oh, go on. 
Well, when he's showing the weapons off earlier to Michelle mm-hmm. or Anna, he mm-hmm. says this is a stake for stabbing Radu's heart, and he holds mm-hmm. up the quote-unquote stake, except it's not a stake, <laughs> it's a spear with a metal tip. <laughs> what the hell is the metal going to do to the vampire's heart? It's going mm-hmm. to do jack and shit. <laughs> but this movie seems to think it's a lethal thing to a vampire. Mm. So, I don't yeah. want to tell you. Uh, yeah, I mean, they're playing pretty fast and loose uh, with the rules. Uh, I guess. <laughs> yeah, you've got nothing either. Don't pretend you do, Tim. Don't pretend you do. So, at least at this point in the movie, I'm thinking, okay, him coming here and confronting them, mm-hmm. trying to get Michelle, them attacking Radu, things are happening, there's plot actually moving forward, that's something. Mm-hmm. And then, like, much like all these movies have done, they find a way to just grind it to a halt again, because <laughs> Michelle runs outside going, no, I can sense they're hurting my master. I must protect him. And I'm like, you were scared of him like 10 minutes ago and wanting to stay in the protective walls of the monastery and now you want to go and protect him? But sure enough, she you, goes outside. You've tried she... to kill him multiple movies. I know. She runs outside, she pulls out the spear and like Radu gets up and just says, I'm going to get vengeance on you for doing this to meet the others. And then he just shadows away. And that's kind of it. And then Michelle, I think, does she shadow away or does she stay with them? I can't even remember. I can't even remember. I believe she shadows away. She does, okay. I I think she shows up and then there's like this, like, angry, um, you know, Romanian woman or something that's like following her and yelling at her. Yeah, yeah, I vaguely remember this. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Because they they go back to where Ash and Serena live and Radu is like, I'm taking your your entire building for myself. You have to go and find somewhere else. And Ash and Serena are like, do we try and kill him? Do we do that? And Serena, <laughs> she goes to the, the monastery and asks Anna Lazar, because for some reason it has to be a mortal that kills him. They've never brought this up before, but like, yeah, it has to be a mortal. So she says to Anna Lazar, hey, this is a key to where, where Radu is going to be sleeping. Come in and kill him in broad daylight, please. And she's like, yes, I will. To save Michelle, because for some reason Anna Lazar is like desperate to save Michelle. Like she has, like <laughs> she, I guess she's like Lorraine McFly in Back to the Future. She has that like guilt of like finding her injured and wants to yeah. bring her back, even though her injury is vampirism. Which good luck with that. Uh, which, by the way, by this point in the movie, uh, Anna Lazar has walked in on the doctor feeding on someone, and. She freaks out obviously, and he just kind of convinces her that I only feed to live. And I'm going to, you know, try and find a cure. And that's what I want the bloodstone for. And it doesn't take that much convincing to just have her be along for the ride. In fact, mm-hmm. when she goes to try and kill Radu in the third act, she brings uh, the doctor with her. Mm-hmm. And then the doctor just gets killed by... Uh, is it Ash and Serena who kill, her, kill him? I can't remember. That sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, someone kills him. That's what I'm saying. Like, it's so hard to remember all this shit because mm-hmm. it's just... Like, it's all just the logistics of, like, okay, one person's mm. here, and then they tell the other person to go back there, and then they go from there to back here, and it's just darting yeah. between two locations. It's impossible to, like... I like it's See, just, when we were yeah. talking about movies, Tim, I usually find mm. it so easy to go through the movie, right? With no notes, <laughs> I just remember it because the movie flows mm. naturally, so it's very easy to remember how it goes from A to B mm. to C to D all the way through to the end. With mm. this movie... It just, it has entire stretches where there's just blabbering on about the same old shit with no plot advancement, and it's very easy to just start forgetting everything that's going on. Yeah, no, I 100% agree, and the and the problem is, it's like, it always, and not just a complaint about this movie, I feel like the other movies as well, is like, there's always, um, well, maybe not the other ones uh, so much, probably a, a better example is this movie, but like, there's these you know different plot lines that are going on and they never really feel like they do a good job of like intersecting or coalescing into you know a full narrative because you have this whole thing with like radu and taking over like ash's like business (laughs) which which is so weird because like which by the way you never see any of these casinos or any of these brothels. They, they never show oh, any yeah, of yeah. this. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, 
like, I don't know, it, it just, like, I, I never want to think of, like, Radu being involved in business. Like, him, like, having to go over, like, you know, filling out tax forms and, like, <laughs> looking at quarterly profits. I just, like, th there's something that doesn't work about uh, that How do me, you but... think brothels run in the U.S. time? I don't think they, they submit tax uh, <laughs> reports. <laughs> it's pretty the illegal. Ones do. <laughs> the ones that are on the up and up should. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, you have that like whole plot line, and then that uh, yeah, that other vampire that's like yeah, trying to play both sides and get them to to like fight against each other, which like never really, you know, becomes much of a thing. Like it's like you know they're constantly throughout the movie and and bickering and fighting each other or whatever. And then yeah, like you said, you know, it's bouncing off to the other plot line of the Doctor and Anna. And there's no and... payoff either to all this stuff, yeah. is there? Like there's never like a, no. a, a attempted coup, if you will. Yeah. They just fight the, on his behalf and then end up getting killed during the fight. Yeah. And at the very least, like, Radu is always, like, has at least, like, a small, like, you know, a level of entertainment, just, like, the way he looks and talks and stuff. So at least his scenes are a little bit more memorable. But like you were saying, the scenes with the Doctor and Anna and Michelle and stuff, they're just constantly talking and they're always talking about the same thing. It's always, like, goddamn Bloodstone and... <laughs> You know, just it's always some bullshit of like, what are we gonna do about Radu? Where's Radu? Like, or, like, where's the Bloodstone? Like, how are we gonna get the Bloodstone? Like, what are like, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, it just it's not <laughs> fun to watch. Like, you know, these movies should be like so bad and cheesy that like you know, even you know if they're not good, that you want to be like laughing and, and having fun along the way. And there are some outrageous parts and like, and every one of the movies and stuff that are funny, but then there's just these long stretches that are just dull and forgettable that you know both of us watched this earlier today and you know even we're like kind of struggling to be like uh, okay what happened next like oh, oh yeah this part, this oh, part yeah. Like, honestly once they go to kill Radu and like the, the actual fighting <laughs> breaks out like I don't remember a lot I, I remember how it ends like I, and I remember <laughs> they repeat the whole thing where it's like Radu is saying to Michelle like you have <laughs> to like vow to be my you know my beloved forever right prove yourself yeah. uh, loyal to me and that's the exact same thing he was saying in the last one. And again, just exactly like the third movie, there's a period where it feels like Michelle's given in to him and is going to be his new bride. All that stuff. And then decides at the last second to stab him instead, which leads to his death because then uh, Anna Lazar comes up and decapitates him. And yeah, he gets beheaded, right? So I was thinking at the end of this movie, like, how the hell are they going to have a fifth one? Like, he's beheaded. Then they've put yeah. his head out in a spike in the sun. They've burned the rest of his body. Mm -hmm. Like, how is he possibly back for the fifth one? Turned out the fifth one was a prequel, so it didn't matter. But of course, this is so this the, is this is the end of the the story in terms of chronological, yeah. anyway. And again, I, maybe I'm misremembering something because uh, again, a lot of this stuff is kind of forgettable. But didn't they behead him in one of the other movies too? Like, was it maybe the first yeah. or second? I think it's the first one because at the start of the second, <laughs> the, which by the way, we're all the subspecies. No we've subspecies. Not, we've, we've not seen them since the start of the second movie. But they, yeah, they reattached all of his uh, blood and muscles right, and right. stuff and his spine. <laughs> they, they, they connected all that up and then it came together. Mm -hmm. uh, but I get. But I think they vaguely mention in this that killing them's not enough. You have to do multiple things. So it's mm -hmm. like. No, you have to, like, ruin the body, keep his head out in the sun after you kill him, and that'll stop him from ever resurrecting kind of thing. Which, okay, fair enough. <laughs> I guess. Well, no one's ever going to find this head on a spike and wonder, hmm, maybe we should call the police there's a head on a spike. <laughs> but, you know, wh whatever, whatever. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> I don't even remember how Ash died. He definitely died, but <laughs> I don't even remember how. Yeah, uh, that's... The only, the only thing yeah. I do remember <laughs> is being disappointed. Well, not disappointed per se, because I wasn't invested, but I mm. remember thinking the Doctor died very easily and quickly in this final big fight mm. to the point where I'm like, we spent half the movie as if he was like one of the major new characters and he gets killed mm. off so like quick as if it's nothing. Like once the once all the fighting starts at the end, he gets killed really quickly. Yeah, I, I don't know if you're going to have an answer for this or remember, but... Who were those guys that were with him when he attacked Radu that first time? <laughs> As employees, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> okay, because, yeah, they're just like, it seems like, okay, you have some people that are willing to fight for you, but then, like, that might be a good idea to bring them, bring them along yeah. to, yeah, the last they, fight and stuff. Yeah, but... they only bring the one other scientist guy who waits outside. Uh, he's going to, mm. like, open the door back up. Because Serena had this whole plan where she somehow fixed the lock so that the key would open it. 
from the outside, mm-hmm. but it wouldn't work from the inside. <coughs> but instead, they didn't bring the key in with them. It's almost like they knew this was a thing because they instead said, <laughs> "Hey, we'll have a third person outside who'll open it from the outside." Mm-hmm completely ruining their plan but then serena just sh- shows up and kills them anyway so whatever yeah <laughs> nothing matters <sighs> no. that's the problem nothing matters in these movies and it feels like we're just repeating some of the beats deal they've got a cookie new character in the doctor and i guess the the sell of this movie is oh we're going to mm-hmm. kill him for good at the end it's going to be the finale mm-hmm. even though the th- end of the third one felt like a finale. I didn't. No one. I don't think anyone was clamoring for more subspecies after subspecies three. <laughs> but here we are. Uh, that's all I got. I got nothing else. Tim, you want to rate subspecies four? Uh, I do. So, um, sorry. I was just. <laughs> I was just double checking. Um, where I got the subtitle "Awakening" from? Because I. I swear it sounded so familiar <laughs> but um yeah i guess it doesn't fit the blood uh you know motif that they have going throughout the, all the movies mm. um yeah i mean you know this was pretty bad um i guess you gotta give it some points for trying to like on the surface it feels like they're trying to change things up they introduce new characters they actually have like different locations where you know like the first like three movies all seems like you take place in just like the same like castle slash like yeah Although, you know. t- it's different from the previous movies, but it's worth mentioning that it's, like, the same three locations they use in this movie over and over again, right, pretty yeah, much. Right, yeah, yeah, exactly. So, like, on, on the surface, it kind of tries to feel like it's doing different stuff, but the problem is, is that, yeah, when you really examine it, the, the different stuff just feels like, all right, yeah, you're still going... Like, even though you introduce new characters and new locations, we're still going through the same goddamn beats, and it's still, like... And also, and boring. because it's made... I mean, it's four years is not a huge amount of time for, like, a sequel. Right, But yeah, because yeah. it picks up right after the previous movie, <laughs> it is really noticeable that... I think the actress who plays Michelle, she, mm-hmm. she's she got, like, slightly different hair, I think. And it, it, yeah. it, it really stuck out to me, because I'm like... Like, there's no reason why she shouldn't just look the same, really, right? Obviously, yeah. in Subspecies 5, I expect them all to look older. I don't them to come <laughs> back anyway. But this, I was like, I, I'm feeling the four-year time jump here, and I think it's just because her hair is slightly different. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, like I, I don't really give a shit about any of the new new characters. Um, it, it does like not that I care that much about the old characters, but again, it's just like a shitty thing to do is just to kill them all off like off screen. Uh, at the start of this oh, movie, Melanie Shatner um, just did not want to come back. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> Melanie, I just got you a guest spot on Next Generation. Like, all right, see ya. <laughs> but Shatner has no sway on Next Generation. I think at this point he was doing Tech War or something like that. <laughs> um, yeah, <clears throat> um, and then also like you know, a big thing is usually with the other movies. Even though they're bad, there's usually at least like one set piece that I can kind of turn to, be like, all oh, right, like you know, this one little bit of gore, like you know, the first movie where at least like, well, hey, at least it's cool when he takes his fingers off and the subspecies come out, and then uh-huh. like, you know, the second one's like, well, it's, it's cool in the beginning when the subspecies put his head back on, like, you know, they they usually have these like little bits, but like, oh, like that was a cool you know piece of gore or effect or surprisingly in, in this movie, whatever. This movie has nothing. Like, there's not. Like, I, I can't think of any, like, cool kills or any, like, you know, uh, you know, even though it's cheap, like, you know, you could still have, like, some interesting special effects or gore or something, but the, there's really nothing like that in this movie. Yeah, and even the, the, the locations we were mentioning before, like, the mm-hmm. lab set is, like, the most unconvincing laboratory I've yeah. ever seen. It's, like, a plain white room, and there's just, like, random things kind of around that look vaguely sciencey. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it doesn't look like a real place at all. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna go pretty low with this one. I I think the other ones I've you know uh, I've been given like threes and, and stuff about, but uh, this one I'm, I'm gonna go a step lower. Uh, even though um, I, I did have some hope that you know maybe this one might at least be a little different or whatever. It, you know, it's still making some of the the same sins and the same mistakes. And uh, yeah, um, I I think it's definitely the most forgettable uh, of the four so far, which you know, is pretty damning. But I'm gonna give it a two point five. It really is not that much. Uh, I, again, at least the other ones, like there's little stuff here and there that I can point to that I like, but that, there really isn't much going in this one that I, I enjoyed. Yeah, for the record, you gave 4.5, 5.5, and 3.5. 
before another 2.5 <laughs> they're all 0.5s not, nothing in this franchise is earned a, a round number from you no <laughs> it's not a round franchise <laughs> um oh god uh i think i'll go with a three because uh, oh. I, I wasn't as like because for the record i've went uh f- what four and now 3. So, yeah. So a slight uptick with 2 and then just sort of dwindling again down afterwards. Uh, It's just not good. It's just bad acting. It goes in circles. It feels like nothing's ever going on. Uh, It's not even... like I chuckled a few times at some of the bad performances early on, but they lose their charm. Like, the more the movie goes on, the the more you just start to beg for it to end. So, I think that... I might be wrong, but this might have been the longest one, too. Like, this one was 90 minutes, and (laughs) usually about 80. I felt it. I felt that 90 minutes. (laughs) Don't you you worry. Uh, And because of the recording schedule, we had to watch both 4 and 5 in the same day. And I'm going to tell you, I I will not lie, it did not help. (laughs) No. (laughs) Having to watch both of these in the same day did not help. Uh, but yeah, there you go. That is uh, that is subspecies for blood storm. I have to think <laughs> about it. But yeah, you go. Or so that, technically, it's blood storm subspecies for. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and they they could have had a cool scene where it starts like storming and raining blood, but they didn't. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that will wrap up uh, this show. We'll uh. <sighs> We'll have subspecies five later in the week. Look forward to that. October Thons. <laughs> like, o- October Thons had its good moments, but it has its low moments, and this is one of those low moments. <laughs> so October Thon is a double-edged sword. You get you, know, you get the good and the bad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you want more <coughs> screams after midnight, if all these episodes haven't been enough, you can get a bonus episode every month. Uh, they were off for a long time because Tim is on paternity leave, but they're back this month. One already up for October. But there's going to be a second October episode, bonus episode, that is, um, on Halloween itself. So when the final mm-hmm. episode goes public, uh, the patrons will get a, another bonus episode right there as a special mm-hmm. Halloween treat. So It's a fun one. It is a fun one. We've already recorded it. Mm-hmm. We know what it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, look out for that uh, if you're a patron or you want to become a patron. Uh, head over to patreon.com slash TV and get access to that. There'll be a bonus episode every month going forward. Mm-hmm. And even more streams are $5 and up uh, tier uh, bonus show that we do monthly. We'll be back starting in December. So look forward to that. But that is uh, stuff you can go get over at Patreon and it'll help support the show. Keep the lights on, all that stuff. Uh, and if you can't do that, then, you know, hit the like button on YouTube or rate us five stars mm-hmm. on iTunes or wherever you get your podcast from. All these things do help. It helps more people find the show, helps us grow. Mm-hmm. And the more we grow, the more we can keep doing this and it helps us out. So thank you very much. <laughs> this has been Screws After Midnight. <laughs> <laughs> what, you, you breaking down over there, Tim? Uh, uh, life's funny. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't know. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what else to say. <laughs> Keep watching scary movies, guys, and we'll see you next time.